You can follow us on Twitter at SMW Home, and we have a Facebook page as well. It's Sports Medicine Weekly, Chicago's premier sports medicine program, coming your way each and every Saturday between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., only on 670 The Score. Uh, Still ahead, we're going to have uh, Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine. That's our next show on tap here on The Score. But in our final segment here, Steve Cashel, Dr. Greg Nicholson is filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. We're talking about how frequently do sports injuries occur. Doc, in the U.S., about 30 million children and teens participate in some form of organized sports, and more than 3.5 million injuries occur each year, which cause some loss of time, of course, of participation and uh, experienced by the participants. So uh, it's interesting stats, but, um, boy, we're talking about uh, how frequent uh, we see this. And what are some of the typical sports that you might be surprised, right, at some of the data we see? Yeah, I think you can obviously say, okay, the most serious injuries occur in collision or contact sports. But they're, think about non-organized sports a little bit, skateboarding, skating, and just riding a bike. Uh, those have some significant injuries. And you would say, hey, those are non-organized sports. But those are kids playing, right? Uh, In organized sports, be it basketball, football, soccer, you know, we've heard a lot about concussions. The vast majority of these are sprains and strains and uh, things that people are going to get over with. The the issue is, though, of course, as we talked about earlier in the show, uh, diagnosing that injury correctly and getting that young athlete, be they 14 or 11 or 17, uh, the right information they need to, to get over that. But it's uh, when we start talking about more serious injuries, uh, we think about the, the kid on the field and all that, but most injuries occur in practice. And there's a lot more practice time on whatever team you're playing on than there are games. And that, that does make sense. And if you think about emergency room visits, if a, if a kid gets injured, they're, they're going to go to the urgent care center or they're going to go to the emergency room first. So those statistics can be a little bit misleading from the standpoint of how many kids go to an emergency room. I guess we would say, good, go to the emergency room. Don't st- sit on that injury. Let's find out. Let's get the ball rolling on evaluation and treatment. So um, I think one of the, the big issues in, in injury now is concussion, right, or, or brain injury. Yeah. Um, if, if we look at uh, brain injury, many of those, again, are in biking, skateboarding, and skating-type things that are non-organized sports, you know, maybe a little bit of an extreme sport, even though they're wearing a helmet. Um, uh, that's a little bit, you know, these are statistics, of course, but – uh, that's uh, kind of an interesting issue because we hear about soccer, we hear about football, we hear about lacrosse, you know, contact sports where the head is contacting something uh, with uh, concussions and brain injuries. But um, we know they're out there. Uh, the emergency room physicians in this country are well-trained in musculoskeletal issues. Uh, but I would like to think that we as orthopedic surgeons, we're kind of musculoskeletal first responders. So... Again, we're always out there, and you know our our neighbors are calling us about, hey, uh, she sprained her ankle at the basketball game or hurt her elbow um, doing this, that, and the other thing. So um, our lifestyle is wanting to be healthy. Uh, we don't want our kids or ourselves to lose that time. So again, when those injuries occur, I think it's important that they get the right evaluation, the right information, uh, and 
That doesn't mean you, you, you immediately go see an orthopedic surgeon. If it's severe enough, uh, the emergency room, your primary care physician, uh, a non-operative sports medicine specialist, uh, even a physical therapist who may have a walk-in clinic or something like that would certainly be uh, available uh, to evaluate this injury. It's Dr. Greg Nicholson. I'm Steve Cashel at Sports Medicine Weekly, wrapping it up for a Saturday morning here on 670 The Score. Estimated injury stats uh, from the Consumer Product Safety Commission from a few years ago, more than 170,000 children ages 5 to 14 treated in hospital emergency rooms for basketball-related injuries, 200,000 ages 5 to 14 treated in hospital emergency rooms for bicycle-related injuries, 215,000 for football. Not surprising there, but yeah, you brought up skateboarding, more than 66,000 children ages 5 to 14 treated in emergency rooms for skateboarding-related injuries, and here's another one, trampolines. 65,000 children ages 14 and under treated in hospital emergency rooms for trampoline-related injuries. That's dangerous. I mean, my own boys, I, I just, I, I, you know, one of them plays football, basketball, and baseball. That's the younger one, the 11-year-old. The older one plays hockey and um, also baseball, high-level travel sports. When they're on that trampoline at home, I'm just cringing because... When, <laughs> I, was, when, I, when I was younger, Steve, the, the injury... The, the trampoline got a bad name because, uh, when I, hey, when I was a kid, it was a, a trampoline and the springs were there. There were no pads. Right. I mean, kids today, they're so coddled. I mean, there's no pads. If you missed, you were in the springs and you lost some skin. But, no, it is dangerous because you are accelerating, and the issue is how you're landing. And if you're a young kid, the issue there is if you land incorrectly, a, one trampoline injury that – causes a spinal cord injury or neck injury is is fairly dramatic and there is some liability involved so um uh, trampoline issues also it's like anything else do you have the talent to do it are you doing it correctly uh and is there supervision and 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 playing it right uh so um they are a heck of a lot of fun but uh your statistics that was at 66,000 but if you look there's 200,000 Bicycle injuries, but let's face it, all of us have fallen off a bike. Yeah, you know, so um, it, it it goes with being a human being. We're going to make mistakes. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take a misstep. We're gonna fall. We're gonna sprain our ankle going around first base in a softball game. At least they're wearing helmets now. When I was growing up, there yeah. was no bicycle helmets. That's, right. I, that's what I'm telling you. Kids today, they're coddled. You know, pads on the trampoline and, and bike helmets. When Come we on. skied, there were no helmets. <laughs> no helmets. That is probably one of the biggest. Um, uh, safety issues now. Uh, when you go skiing, uh, nobody's just wearing a a stocking cap. I mean, I think everybody realizes uh, you want to ski the next day too. All right, great stuff, Doctor Greg Nicholson. Really appreciate you joining us here, uh, filling in this week for Doctor Brian Cole. It's been a pleasure, Steve. Thank you. Our producer Shane Reardon, coordinating producer Teresa Ann Seeger. Many thanks also to David Cole and Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Greg Nicholson, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Up next on 670 The Score, Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine. Talk with you again next week.